There is nothing wrong with your internet. Do not attempt to adjust your settings. We are controlling the podcast. We control the squealing and the screams. We can make your heart flutter, your eyes blur from tears, or sharpen your mind to crystal clarity. For the next hour, sit back. We are in control of what you hear. We repeat, there is nothing wrong with your settings. You are about to experience the awe and mystery known as the female mind. You are now entering the Fangirl Zone. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Episode 70 of Sci-Fi Talk on the Fangirl Zone, a podcast where we discuss shows on the Sci-Fi Channel. I'm Sean Fangirl S. And I'm Steve, and tonight we'll be discussing episode 11 of season, season 2 of The Expanse. See, I messed up, and then I messed you up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I know we're going to do ratings news, but I'm just going to laugh. The title of this one is Here There Be Dragons. Yes. <laughs> where we just discussed the magicians where there was an actual dragon. dragon yeah. And it's so funny because I happened to tweet, the title of this show, when they said that there was going to be a dragon in, in Magicians. <laughs> I did not know that that was the title of this episode. <laughs> it's weird. My my world is merging. It's yes. Strange. All right. <laughs> let's talk about the ratings news. All right. This episode, episode 11, a 0.16 in adults 18 to 49 and 0. 0.504 million viewers up to 65th in the cable shows for the day. So it's staying out of those triple digits and increasing as the weeks go by. Now that the other show that shall not be named is uh, finished for the season. Episode 8, Pyre, the live plus seven days. It tied for fourth in adults 18 to 49 percentage gain, going from a 0.1 to a 0.3 for an increase of 200%. That's a lot. Yes. Which might increase 200%. Yeah, <laughs> it was ninth in viewers percentage gain, going from 0. 0.460 to 1.012 million viewers for an increase of 120%. All right. Now, have we heard about a, a season three? I keep saying episode. Yes. Okay, we did yeah. get season three for Expanse. Yes, yes. They're still screwing with us on the other show. Gotcha. Yeah. You're killing me, sci-fi. All right, let's jump into Here There Be Dragons, episode 11. Okay, are you guys ready for this awesome recap? <laughs> Bobby makes a decision that changes her life forever. Done. Duh. <laughs> okay. So now you guys know exactly what happened. And I don't think we even need to discuss anymore. No. <laughs> All right. So obviously we're going to save Bobby for last because Bobby is the pivot that Earth and Mars are now turning on. Right. So let's start on the station. Let's do that. Oh, well, Ganymede Station. Hello. How are you? Obviously, we're there. We're trying to find Meg's daughter. So they set off on a quest. They end up in basically what were supposed to be, what, unfinished service tunnels? Or well, it unused. was the old original station. Yes. So they are currently unused service tunnels, is right. what Meg told them. But, you know, they're, they're trying to find their way to find where the kid is. Well, it was pretty interesting because we kept getting flashbacks. And I was thinking this was just a little bit ahead, but I forgot that they had taken Meg's daughter, what was it, a full hour or two hours? Right. Yeah, it was previous. a couple hours. 
And yes. so this has been quite some time. So we see what has been happening, like, you know, with Meng's daughter. Right. And, and this scientist and this other woman who is apparently a scientist, but we have no idea who she is. No. And it's like, okay, he's talking to the woman. The little girl is kind of along for the ride. And then he keeps, you know, like throwing out little things like, oh, hey, I spy. And he throws out, like, was it an incorrect flower name? Right. And the little girl's correcting him. It's basically to keep her mind busy. So she's right, not thinking about it. Because she's wanting to go home. Right. Because he doesn't want her to think about where they are and why she's nowhere near her dad. And where are you taking me? This you is kind of weird. Yes. Stranger danger. You know, seriously, at that point, even though he's not a stranger. Right. But, you know, we get the back and forth. So we get. And it was flat. awesome. Yeah. The, the way they cut the past to the present was absolutely fantastic. It was great. You, you just love the way they did that and cutting the, this between the two scenes. And it's almost like one bomb drops right after another. Cause as soon as we see the doctor. We go back to the Rossi crew, and Naomi tries to prepare Prax for the worst, and we get the bomb we never knew we right. expected. Yes, because he's like, "You wouldn't know. You never had. You don't have kids." And she's like, "No, I had a child." It's like, "What?" Yeah, what? I think everybody collectively went, er, "What?" Now, yeah. when I tweeted that, I'm like, "Oh my gosh, we're getting some of Naomi's backstory." I did notice that people were saying that this came much earlier in the book. Ah, okay. So, I don't know if they meant her disclosing that or, you know, the interaction with her and, and Meg. Right. So, either way, oh my God. Yeah. There's nothing, we don't know. No. Is that why she ended up leaving, you know, basically being on the belt and working on that ice freighter? Right. And again, anybody who has read the books... Please tell me. Oh, my gosh. I need to just go buy these books. I have been looking, though. Right. I just haven't found it at my local place, so I'm going to have to order it. But anyway, so, yeah, I, the interactions, like you were saying, in the in the, the scenes cut in back and forth. It's like, okay, this is what happened before everything ha went to crap, and it's like, okay, now this is what's happening now. This is what happened before, and this is now. So... We're seeing that the doctor is taking Mang along and takes her to a place where there's all these other kids. And I started to get pissed. I don't know about you. Right. Because they are in <sighs> suits. And basically strapped into chairs. Right. I was just pissed because you know that they're experimenting on all these kids. What the hell? Right. And are all of these kids... Like Meng's daughter, where there was that deficiency, where she had to have, or, or okay, let me finish the sentence first, that she had to have medicine every day, or she could die. Or was this medicine not really medicine? Right. And it's whatever I they were using. I assume she prep was getting proto molecule injections. God dang it! I wanted <laughs> you to tell me no. Because <laughs> <sighs> I'm like. Would they really be doing that? Because she did have something wrong with her. At least right. that's what Meng had said from the beginning. Now, was and that even true? And so did true? the other um, scientists that they ran into earlier two episodes ago. Right. So was that even true? Or, were, you know, were they lied to from the get-go? I think they were lied to from the get-go. Oh, God. That makes it worse. I was yeah. hoping that maybe there really was 
I know this sounds weird. I was hoping that was maybe something really wrong with the kids. And so they were originally helping and then realized that they would make like the perfect specimen. Right. Guinea pigs. But that just makes me more mad too. Right. Cause you've got a, a, a group of test subjects that yes, we'll see if it can repair these major deficiencies in their systems and see how that goes. Right. But if they were actually just, you know, experimenting the whole time. Yeah, I think it's been the whole time. That just makes me so sad. Yeah. I don't know. Especially when the the crew gets through and actually finds what seems to be a a stasis pod. Where something, well, okay, I say something, even though we know this is the children they were experimenting on. God, that makes me mad. But it was a failed experiment, apparently. Right. Because it was in, like, a, what did they say? Like, a heat chamber or something? Right. So, yeah, and Holden, being the guy that he is, is like, oh, no, we came here to destroy this. I'm burning that. It's like, holy crap. That's not cool. It's like, I get it, but holy crap, that's not cool. So, uh, they totally destroyed one, but how many kids were there? I mean, there was a lot of kids there. Right. There was probably at least ten. That makes it worse. That makes it so much worse. I don't know. Oh, Steve, help me out here. What do you, what do you think happened to Ming's daughter? Did she make it? Yes, I still think she is still alive, as were most of the other children. I mean, we know one of the experiments ended horribly wrong as the lady is berating Strickland about it. And... So I have a feeling some of the other children have survived as well because they were having a ship meet the group down there. Oh, yes, because that was that black site that Alex had found out about. Yes. But let's finish with the Rossi crew before we get to Alex, even though he is the Rossi crew. Right. So they get to a door and they can hear people on the other side. They open it, and hey, there's that scientist lady and a group of people eating pizza. Like, the world is burning, and Mang has already said the cascade effect has started. Right, and they all know that the station is going going down. Right. So they're just chilling, waiting to be picked up. That doesn't make sense. But yeah, they're just chilling like no big deal. And I don't think things would have escalated quite as quickly had Meg not seen his daughter's backpack. Right. Because all of a sudden, it's like, uh, excuse me? Where the hell's my daughter? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, that was kind of... He didn't shoot anybody, but he got Amos shot. Right. Uh, And I love it because they happen to say... And Amos says it first, why am I always the one who gets shot? And everybody asks him, how are you the only one who gets shot? It's like, uh, isn't that... Like, not what you ask. It's like, how the hell did you get shot? That should be more what you ask. I don't know. That just seemed crazy. Oh, man. I don't know. I was upset because all we seen was the backpack. Right. I don't know. I I don't want his poor daughter to have been infected, but, you know, we don't know. And I think you're right, and I think it's going to happen either way. Right. It's going to make me sad. But what made me more sad... Oh, okay. I don't know if I'm going to be able to get through this. We have Naomi, Holden, Amos, and Mang 
down in the room, you know, the one scientist ends up dying. She's, she thinks it's funny. Right. You don't know what's coming. Well, you know what, lady? You're dying right now. How is that funny? Right. Well, I think it was just to offset how dark Holden was getting at the time. Yeah. Well, Holden lets her die. And Naomi decides she's not going with them. Right. And I was like, wait, what? No, you can't do that. Yeah. What? No. No. And I think a whole lot of shippers out there were losing their minds. Yes. No doubt about it. Ah, so she ends up leaving and she tells Amos to go with, or he tells, Holden, I'm sorry, tells Amos to go with her and they're going to try to get as many people off the ship and try to help the lady whose husband they ended up getting killed and get as many people on that ship as possible. Right. But how do you know she's even there? How do you know she didn't just take off? Right. You know, at this point she's just mad and upset and maybe she's like, I'm out. Don't know. This should be interesting to find out. But we have Alex, who kind of helped save the day. Oh, yes, he did. So he's at least going to help some of us. Oh, yeah. So I love that Alex is listening, and he's like, okay, what are they doing? Why is there one ship, one site? All right, how do I do this? So, so interesting. He's screwing around with his wedding ring. Right. And all of a sudden, he's like playing with it, and it floats off, and he's like, wait a minute. And he figures he can use the gravitational force from the the planet and the moons to get the Rossi without actually using engines. engines. Yeah. And basically staying off radar. Right. Like doing this crazy roller coaster ride to get to where he needs to go. (laughs) go. I thought it was pretty amazing. Although. Oh, absolutely. So many naysayers. Like he had never figured that out. We're in the freaking future. He's in a spaceship. Maybe he could have figured it out. He's from Mars. (laughs) I'm just putting that out there. Yes. But I, I just thought that was great. And they start on this crazy ride. And he's like, and this is, he, I don't, he didn't answer me though. I'm like, okay, are you steering in your seat with your butt? Or are you just like imitating what I do when I play video games? Cause it's kind of the same thing. You know, where right. you're like, ah, you're dancing around in your seat. But he almost gets busted. Thankfully, no. Right. They almost collide with the. A- Martian ship. Yes. Thankfully, no. And he gets down to the black site. And apparently, the area that our crew was just in had blown, like, the door out. And Well, first, they throw a couple of grenades into the room where the crew was. Amos is able to get them and throw them back into their part of the base. It blows up. And that apparently lets loose one of the experiments that horribly went wrong as it takes out all the people in there and busts out of the um, whole station. Yes, but shields came down, like emergency shield, to you know seal it off. Right. And yeah, that's what Alex is coming in. And I love it because they're about to shoot him through the glass. I'm like, you guys are going to die. What are you doing? (laughs) Whoa, 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 yeah. whoa. It's like, it's me, it's me. So, yeah, they're about to suit up so they can get to the Rossi and get off the rock. And that's when Naomi, you know, drops that little bomb. Amos is going with her. But Meg's like, I'm going with you. They have my girl. We got to figure this out. That kind of surprised me. Now, do you think it's just because he is still holding out hope? And right. And they haven't been able to get her to that point yet of what he's yep. seen? Well, I, I hope he's right. So. I really do yeah. hope he's right. Uh, I don't know. We'll find out. <laughs> We will find out. 
on the next episode. No, sorry. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, you know, they're about to suit up so they can at least get to the Rossi. And lo and behold, what the heck does Alex spy with his little eye? Something blue and not in a suit. Yeah. I was kind of like, oh, crap. What's going to happen to our guys again? Right. I'm like, they need And they're telling you the best fighter is staying with uh, Naomi. Uh, yo, this could end up horribly wrong. Yeah, but at the same time, he shot. So, you know, he's a little bit handicapped in regards to right. his fighting, you know, numbers. Very true. But who knows? It, but Holden's like, we're going after, we're going hunting. What the hell, Holden? This thing just killed a whole bunch of people in one room. Like, they were willing to burn everything to the ground. This might not be the, the fight you want. Right. Especially seeing that it took out a squadron of UN fighters and Mars fighters. Right. Yeah, but he doesn't know all that yet. No, he doesn't. But still. I'm afraid they're going to find out real quick. And Alex will be the one to knock some sense into Holden. Oh, jeez. It, it's got me worried. That's all I'm saying. Right. Well, let's, let's totter on back to Earth, shall we? Alrighty. Ava Solara. And Aaron Wright. I want her to just like run for office as Ava Kalara. <laughs> She's awesome. <laughs> but I love it. I mean, Aaron Wright told her everything. Aaron Wright's back and he's like, here, here's some information. And she's like, yeah, you're probably going down. But I didn't tell them. Right. Which I'm But they're coming surprised. after you. Yeah. I'm still surprised she didn't say anything. But I mean, it's got to be just because, you know, she wanted that leverage. Right. Well, there's no doubt in my mind that. She's using everything in her power to um, leverage every little thing she's done so far. And she does a whole lot in this episode. Oh, my gosh, does she? She is talking to everybody everywhere. I swear. Yes. So she gets Aaron Wright to uh, contact Mal's daughter to set up a meeting. Yep. She basically uses a possible OPA plot to bomb the transport that was coming to pick Bobby up. To keep her there longer. Yes. Because she told Bobby, hey, you know, this isn't us. And, you know, Bobby, of course, didn't believe him because, you know, these are just Earth lies. Right. But what might happen? Well, she, like I said, or like you said, I should say, she was putting all the pieces into place. To let Bobby come to a decision. Right. And Bobby kind of did. Because she goes to talk to the quote-unquote family friend. He's nobody's friend. No. And she finds out that apparently they weren't really good friends. No. Why do you ask? Because her father did not tell the true story about what happened. So right there she knew he was full of crap. Right. So she does finally, quite literally... Beat it out of him. Yes. <laughs> as to what happened. Why did her squad die? And it was all basically a sales pitch. Right. If that wasn't the most sales demo screwed <laughs> up thing he could have said. But it, I think what made it worse is he's like, you're not going to be in, in the Navy anymore. You're going to be nothing when you go back. Okay. Maybe right. you shouldn't have said that. Yeah. You already pissed her off because she killed everybody and made one of her men the scapegoat. But now you're going to take away what she has. And she's like, and then he's all like, your father would be embarrassed. You know, 
do you not see death two inches from your face? <laughs> I mean, come on. She got real quiet and real still, and apparently this man has never been around a real pissed off woman. No, because she comes back, like you said, and beats it out of him, gets the information that she needs to give to Avasalara. And walks out the front door. Right. Which I thought was kind of funny because people, she's just like, do, 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 just walk in, no big deal. And then, like, some of the guards are kind of looking at her and looking back and like, wait a minute. And finally, one of them comes running out, hey, stop, stop or we'll shoot. And she manages to get into the earth, like, in front of their UN. And she's right. like, I'm trying to defect. So. Yes. Political asylum. Interesting. Because I know this is what Avislar wanted. Oh, absolutely. And she gives her the information. And I don't know about you, but in the moment where she's in the office with Avislar and there's that guard there with them. Right. Like, Christiane is talking to Bobby and all of a sudden you see the guard move his hand to the gun. And I was like, what? What's he doing? Yeah. <laughs> I kind of freaked out. I'm like, no, they're not going to get this information and then kill her. No. That would be too screwed up. Right. Not that I'd be surprised. I mean, they do mess with us like that, but. Oh, yeah. I was like, holy crap, what's happening? What's happening? But, you know, this is ultimately what she wanted. This was the information she needed to basically put the nail in the coffin for Mars. But was it only Mars? Oh, um, absolutely certain. It's not only Mars. Especially when Mao's involved. That's right. And he basically tells them that as he basically says, yes, I'll meet with you, but on my terms, and Avrasarara's got to come see me. And you can only have, like, one guard with you. Yeah, because that doesn't sound like a setup or anything. Right. But of course she's going to go. Yes, she already had decided to go before she told her... Confidant. Her spy that he was trying to talk her out of it, and too late, I already agreed an hour ago. You know, he, but like, <laughs> facepalmed that, like, really? Right. And I guarantee you, she'll take Bobby. Yes. Bobby will become her full-time bodyguard. And I think that's a really good way for Bobby to end up getting the justice she deserves for her crew. Right. For her yes. team, I mean. And even though we've kind of run down everything, we actually got to see for a second what's on Ganymede. I'm sorry. What's on planet? Venus. Yes. Because yes. they couldn't get a satellite close enough, they kept burning up. So they doubled up the shielding on one, and it got all the way down. Now, it was disintegrating fast, but they got, like, to see there was kind of like a mini city being built by the protomolecule. Yes. And I love it, because I know, I know my mouth drop. So, when the characters basically did exactly what I did, they're like, what is that? Yeah. <laughs> I felt so much better. Right. <laughs> so, I thought it was great. I, I'm hoping that means we're going to actually get a little bit more of Julie and maybe Miller, that somehow they're still there and they're still connected and it's not going to be the mindless protomolecule thing happening. Right. Oh, I'm almost positive that it's it's not a mindless thing. There's Julie and Miller in that thing. But what's that going to mean about the planet right. that? I don't know. It's crazy. Right. Craziness. Nine. Yeah, well, seeing that we've got the major food source in the whole area being destroyed. How if uh, Julian Miller create, convert Venus into this um, huge garden planet? 
Oh, that would be interesting. Like, they end up saving everything. Right. Huh. That's something I didn't think of. Yeah, it may not be all doom and gloom. <laughs> we never know. I guess we'll find out in the next episode of The Expanse. <laughs> yeah, and like we said previously on um, The Magicians, how the heck are these writers going to tie up all these storylines in two episodes? Are these like extended episodes? It's the only thing I can think of. <laughs> wow, there's so much. But, I mean, last season they did really good, where we weren't disappointed with the with the finale. Right. Like, oh, crap. There's so many more questions. But, I don't know. They just make this such an intricate web. I guess we just have to hold on and see what happens. Yes. All right. Well, if you have thoughts on this, let us know. Fangirlzonepodcast at gmail.com. We, of course, want to hear from you. We want you to rate and review us on iTunes and every other platform you're finding us on, because I know there's several as of now. And, of course, tell your friends, and we really do hope you're enjoying the podcast. So you can always find everything over at www.fangirlzone.com. Our contact page, our shopping links, random stuff that I'm finding out about cons and putting that up. And Steve is pretty much running the Facebook stuff. As soon as he finds anything in in relation to all of our shows, he's putting that up. So, you know, we really do appreciate all of your support and hope that you're enjoying everything. And if you have a show coming out on sci-fi that you know we talked about or have talked about and want to be part of it, let us know. Because we love having guest hosts, too. Yes, we do. So, for this episode of Sci-Fi Talk, I'm Sean Fangirless. And I'm Steve. Suit up. We're going on a hunt. Until next time.